0: Hi, I'm Patricia Grubarek.
1: And I'm Katina Sawyer, and welcome to the Worker Being Podcast. So today on our mini-sode, we are going to be addressing an article that we wrote in response to another article that went viral on BuzzFeed by Anne Helen Peterson. And the article is about millennial burnout. And we are here to tell you today that... Uh, millennial burnout is not a thing
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's my favorite way to put it it's not a thing Um, I feel like we've talked about Millennials before in many articles and I think there's an episode as well and for those of you that have listened to all that or read all that you probably know that we have some very strong opinions about Millennials everything being focused on Millennials in the way that it is and burnout is no different because we're really talking a lot about Millennials And everyone experiences burnout. It's not a unique thing to this generation that we're talking about and focusing on so heavily. Um, So I think that's the biggest takeaway that we had from that article. We read it and we're like, interesting points. However, it was based on a lot of anecdote and there weren't a lot of good research examples. And I think that the biggest message is millennials are not the only individuals in the world that experience burnout.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think the important um, you know, thing to understand about all of these kind of viral articles that get picked up is, you know, clearly there are going to be a lot of people in every generation when they're working long hours, which many people work long hours and have worked long hours for, you know, a long time, um, and also have other sorts of obligations. Um, in the article, um, they talk about um, errands Burnout or errand fatigue. And so basically, the point that's being made there is you know, there's a lot of life stuff going on and there's a lot of work stuff going on. And the way that it was pitched as sort of this millennial specific idea doesn't resonate with what we know about burnout uh, from research, which is that anybody under those circumstances experiences burnout. And yes, I'm sure there are a lot of millennials that are under those circumstances that are feeling burnout, but they're. Counterparts in other generations that are in the same types of jobs or even in more stressful jobs, leadership positions or other kinds of things that cause emotional exhaustion are likely experiencing burnout, too. Um, so this is
0: this is not a new concept and it's not something that's specific just to young people. Exactly. You know, millennials are no different there. I think that um, a lot that's being talked about is, you know, around technology and how people might be have more access to the workplace. Right. So maybe your boss can email you more now. Um, And so millennials are feeling this burnout because they're being harassed by clients or, you know, coworkers or bosses or whatever at any time of day to get stuff done. But again, going back to that focus on the younger generation, anybody, any of their counterparts would feel the same way, right? They'd be in the exact same situation where now technology can come after them. And technology has some big benefits because some people actually don't enjoy having like such a strict difference between their work day and their life, right? Like they don't necessarily, not everybody wants work to end at five o'clock and then move on. Some people want more fluidity in their day. Some people want to be able to go to work for four hours, go to a doctor's appointment, come back, get some more work done, feed the kids, have a little bit more work, you know, at people like that, or some people do not everybody and technology actually facilitates that, which can actually decrease burnout for some people that do enjoy that. Um, so I think really when it comes down to it, if that's the type of lifestyle and flexibility that you want, technology is a great tool. If it's not, then you have to learn to set boundaries regardless of who you are, Gen Xers, baby boomers, everybody needs to learn how to manage that technology appropriately to help them in terms of facing any burnout. So, again, it's not unique to millennials. And the fact that technology exists to bring work around you um, when you are at home doesn't apply only to this one generation.
1: Yeah. And there's been a lot of, I mean... The research on this topic has existed, you know, for a very long time—like forty years, basically—of research that people have been doing on burnout. So it's not a it's not a new topic. Employees have been burnout for a long time, and burnout's really unhealthy for everybody. But I think one of the things that you know she brings up in the article is um, this really big you know, burden that exists from being overworked and also not really seeing the financial returns of that work. And, and the way that she posits that is in reference to millennials being in a lot of school debt, which is true. Millennials do carry more debt uh, than other generations have related to school. But Um, The fact of the matter is that financial stability has always been related to well-being across generations. And aside from millennials who, in her case, she's working in, you know, more of an office-related job and probably has benefits and other sorts of things like that, um, people that work in, you know, really difficult manual labor jobs or jobs where, you know, you're being very underpaid minimum wage jobs, um, you know, jobs that are uh, difficult, you know, for scheduling purposes because they have, you know, different hours, you're working sometimes in morning or sometimes overnight shifts or whatever, those things have predicted burnout forever. And there are still people, a lot of people in this country who are doing that those kinds of jobs who, aside from the population of individuals that she's highlighting, millennials that are working more in office jobs and are overworked and certainly have these work balance concerns just like you know, other folks working in similar jobs. But there are other kinds of jobs that I think that she's really leaving out and that have existed forever that are also really high on the burnout scale because they don't provide a lot of emotional support. They don't provide a lot of financial stability. And so I think kind of part of the short-sightedness of her article was sort of couching this around this is a new thing and this is something that relates to millennials like me when in reality there are a lot of people that probably uh, from a research perspective in the type of job that they have and the financial stability that their jobs offer the financial situation they're in um, are actually more stressful and more likely to burn people out so I think she also overlooked a lot of populations that um, may be in situations that are even more likely to have burnout um, and have been for a long time
0: I completely agree. Like, that was a big thing that stood out to me that almost upset me a little bit. It's like, yeah, I can't buy a house right now. I'm going to be totally frank. That's not something I can possibly do. I live in LA. It's super expensive. I can't buy a house. My parents are able to buy a house, you know. But boo-hoo. I can't buy a house. My parents did. There are generations of people in different um, classes, you know, that's kind of almost ignoring class. There's different people in different areas, different backgrounds, different... Education, different types of jobs that maybe nobody in their family has ever home to home in a big right. city, right? There's, it's not a new thing that people dealing with financial instability are dealing with a lot of stress and burden from that, um, that can create um, an even more likely burnout situation. So, yes, it sucks that millennials might be facing a in in the class that she's speaking of might be facing more. Um, financial instability than maybe their parents did but they're not the first people ever to be in that situation and there's always been people that have struggled with that struggle with that financial instability and debt and other issues that um, can contribute to burnout in addition to just you know having a stressful work environment.
1: Yeah and I think similarly and this point was also made um, you know by uh, people of color on the internet speaking about um, you know, the uh, burnout that comes from experiencing discrimination at work or feeling like you have to be inauthentic at work. And I think that, you know, because this is sort of a diversity related topic, right, that generational differences, a form of diversity, and she's sort of honing in on one area of diversity, which is, you know, a specific group within generational differences and talking about the challenges that she's experienced with burnout. Um, While there's so much variability in the workplace experiences and the types of jobs that people have within group, like within women, for example, there are tons of different kinds of jobs and work situations and family situations or within people of color, there's a huge variety. But for people who have historically been in situations at work where it's a little bit harder for them to get ahead in leadership positions or maybe people make judgments about them without knowing their actual work ethic and they might have to work harder to get the same kind of credit or recognition um, as far as you know diversity and burnout goes, there's also a point to be made that you know if we're going to focus on a particular group to have experienced burnout, Millennials, as as a generation, may not be even the first place we might look to try to understand what diversity and burnout intersections might exist, and some work exists on this uh, from a racial perspective. Uh, We. We had talked in our article about um, gender is kind of a mixed bag. There's different kinds of burnout that men and women experience, but it looks like the amount is similar. Um, so that's an area for future research. But the idea is that, like, to call something out as a specific diversity related form of burnout without really having any data to back it up. And calling it something different from what we do have a little bit more data to back up of other forms of diversity related to burnout just kind of rang a little bit uh, sour for
0: me in terms of the amount of research that um, she had done to put the article together. Agreed. And the other piece that I think was really important that we had talked about in the article um, was around this errand paralysis. So you had mentioned that already, Katina, that um, not being able to complete your errands, et cetera. But it's not just that. You know, errands aren't the only thing that are impacted with burnout. That's something that she was noticing and described. And again, anecdotally, um, kind of shows up in her experience. But I think it's also, I think you mentioned this already a little bit, but it's false to think that that's the only thing that's coming out of burnout. Um, Burnout can cause emotional exhaustion, as you mentioned. Your performance can suffer. There's so many other things. I think there was like a, it did fall flat focusing on something that does happen but it's not the only result of burnout and and not kind of looking at the wealth of research that's been done for so long about all the different types of symptoms that maybe she doesn't notice she has um or hasn't experienced herself but there's so many other ways to call out burnout than just what she did and i think that um you know, I think it was really trying to be relatable, which I get. Like, I think that we do need to have this conversation. So I do appreciate the fact that this article went viral. It kind of had the buzzy name around millennials. So people are talking about burnout in maybe a different way than they had before, maybe just even having that conversation. Um, so that, I think, is a big win. I just really wish that some of the information in that article was better housed in research and grounded in something that we know versus an anecdotal experience um, that's very limited to one type of person, one group, and that very limited experience when there's so much more to the story and really should be discussed that we're not just addressing, you know, people that are in their 20s and 30s having burnout. But what about anybody in that spectrum that's working? Anybody that's in any class and any type of job and any type of background, like you mentioned, the racial diversity and all of that, there's so much more there that we need to address as a society. I mean, obviously, with worker being, we really care about workplace wellness, and a big piece of workplace wellness is to prevent burnout, and it's such a huge topic. So I do appreciate there's some attention being brought on it. I just wish that the article that went viral was not that one, but one that was a little bit more grounded.
1: Yeah, and and I think you know this idea that burnout is compartmentalized to errands. Is just sort of an uh, an inaccurate description of the way in which burnout happens. So it's not like oh like I go through my day and I'm so great at my job and I'm performing well at this and I'm performing well at that and then like oh no I can't take my shirts to the dry cleaner because now all of a sudden I'm burnt out of doing things like you're actually worn down throughout the day when you're burnt out and so you're not performing as well as at anything and maybe that means that like you know that extra bit of energy that you might have had at the end of the day otherwise to do other things the unimportant things are the things that get pushed off but it's not this like compartmentalized type of experience, it's something that sort of overarchingly affects all of your life experiences when you're feeling burnout. So I think it's actually a little bit, um, you know, unfortunate if there are folks out there that don't know a lot about burnout and would read it and think about burnout as something that... um, is specific to one area because then you're going to be missing um, opportunities to think about critically whether or not you're burnout, how you're feeling and apply that to different aspects of your life because you might only be looking for it in certain places. And really it's a lot bigger than that.
0: Yeah, I think that is important. Um, that people really understand what it means and they can understand if they're experiencing it and how to address it themselves. I mean, obviously, if we want to keep going into a bigger p- picture, right, of what needs to happen from a societal perspective, um, we do need to focus on burnout as a society so that organizations focus on it, right? If we all think that it's an important topic, then hopefully companies will start making an impact there. And some of them do. Some of them do care about um employee wellness and provide some benefits so we've talked about that a lot and the types of benefits people can provide the types of managers that really help with creating a good balance between work and life and making sure people are not feeling emotionally exhausted and getting to this level of burnout um but i think that yeah i think you're right that focusing it down so so small means that you a lot of people may have read that article and walked away thinking that they're not burnt out and maybe maybe it is older generations who knows maybe it's somebody that's a Gen Xer read that article and is like yeah those lazy millennials don't get their errands done clearly they're the ones that are burnt out but no <laughs> like the Gen Xer may also be burnt out but maybe they can't let their dry cleaning fall by the wayside because they have to do it for their children for some right. project and you don't want to get them to have a bad grade or whatever I don't know <laughs> right right it right up. but like yes there might be other reasons why they can't let that specific errand go by the wayside um that a millennial could because of where they are in their life and their age experience not their generation necessarily um I did want to mention the whole like cobbler thing like taking our boots to the cobbler oh yeah I know we had talked about that before and I thought it was so funny because I don't know write us in do you go to a cobbler (laughs) I don't think I've been to a cobbler I I thought cobbler was a pie
1: (laughs) <laughs> yes. That's true like a
0: peach cobbler. A peach cobbler I could eat is a like cobbler. Yeah,
1: that's the only cobbler like
0: I'm really aware of. <laughs> I would happily eat a peach cobbler right now. But I don't know if I would go to a cobbler. So I thought that was actually really funny because um, maybe this is my limited experience, but I feel like most of my millennial friends have never been to a cobbler, would not oh. call somebody a cobbler. Like maybe they get their shoes fixed, but would you say I went to a cobbler? I've never said those words.
1: Cobbler? I don't know. was <laughs> like very, she was very like upset about a cobbler. Um, <laughs> it made me hungry. I don't know about
0: anyone else. Oh my gosh. So
1: <laughs> but yeah, I feel like, you know, overall, basically with this particular article, I think that the dangerous assumptions that were made here is that burnout is just a millennial thing, that uh, burnout is something that's compartmentalized to certain parts of your life, um, and you know that burnout is this thing that you can't treat or solve, um, and that its causes are things that primarily are related to millennials and not other folks. And I think what we're trying to say here is, burnout can happen to everybody. Its causes are actually fairly well known The human condition operates the same way across generations. So if you're under conditions where you don't have a lot of control over your job and you're working long hours and you don't have a lot of activities that replenish your resources, you're going to feel burnt out. Um, And there are actually things from a research perspective that you can do, like taking time to disconnect or showing gratitude, or meditating on your gratitude for the things that you do appreciate, or uh, doing mindful movement, or getting enough sleep, uh, or meditating. So there are lots of different things that you can do to address your personal burnout, or or structural things, changing your work schedule, or um, advocating for better benefits, or things of that nature. So there are things that you can do to address burnout. So this bleak kind of situation that's being painted of burnout being this millennial condition that's causes are sort of vague and uh, its solutions are unknown. It's just not true. Um, So if you're feeling burnout, there are ways that you can address it. And uh, that message goes to everybody, not just millennials.
0: Yes, everyone can help address their own burnout. Organizations, leaders, managers can help address their team's burnout. It's not an unsolvable problem. Uh, we talk about this all the time here at Worker Being. So if you want ideas or other resources, obviously listen to our other episodes, read our articles. There's a lot out there to help you deal with stress in the workplace and help you live a better work life that can reduce your, any opportunity or chance for burnout.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, that has been our rant. <laughs> uh, we hope that you enjoyed uh, listening to our take on the article. Um, and if you have thoughts or things that you want to share about this particular piece, we'd love to hear it. And, uh, we'll keep our eyes open for other things that go viral that, uh, might not be rooted in the kind of research training that we've got. Uh, so we can keep everyone honest and let you know, uh, what's up. So
0: Thanks for listening. Yes. Thank you so much. If you want more information, you can find us at workerbeing.com. You can email us at workerbeing at gmail.com. You can find us on social media at workerbeing on LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, and we hope you've enjoyed and go and reduce your burnout. Woohoo! Bye. Thank you. Worker Being Podcast is hosted by us, Patricia Grubarak and Katina Sawyer and produced by Allie Johnson.